0: Um, okay. Very important stuff. (laughs) So, what bedevils me is your comment. We need to, I think, flesh out, or you need to, um, maybe give the provenance of it, where you said that all the plays are comedies except this one, The Three Sisters. So, Mm. I think we have to (laughs) flesh that out because it's interesting that we read two other plays which were, to me, less, um, obviously set up to be funny like i feel like there's a lot of lines in this play a lot of scenarios that are more um comical i would say not that it's a comedy but more obviously comical or more like set up to be that way than the other two what do you think about that or do you totally disagree or what uh
1: i'm interested to know what you think were the like uh last line um well, the, the, yeah, the scenario.
0: For example, Farapont, the old porter, and then Anne Fisa to me were funny, or at least they felt like they were there to be kind of stumbly and funny. Do you disagree with that?
1: The one who can't like hear and
0: yeah, he can't. To... The guy can't hear, and then Anfisa is kind of an annoying old lady. I I thought she was kind of funny, because um, she was so indifferent to their emotions and so forth. Um yeah and then there was
1: necessarily like uh laugh out loud hilarious but yeah there's a kind of peculiarity a kind of uncanniness
0: there was a lot more uh, there was a lot more emotion in the play a lot more stuff going on i wrote down cross conversations so it was to me it was more busy which to me is a feature of at least kind of zany comedies where um I I don't know what it would look like actually on the stage. It might look a lot more placid than what I'm imagining. But, you know, there was just a lot of action. For example, the time when he had the stage direction for um the father. I I am horrible at pronouncing names, but Andre, I guess. Um he was pushing the perambulator by the by the back and things like back. Things like yeah, just as an example. Things like that to me were Interesting, because it was more busy than, to me, the other well, two, which were much more uh, I guess stayed.
1: There's a busyness to it, but, I mean, aren't they just kind of, like, staying in the same place? Because, like, I mean, Andre is, you know, yeah, the they are. he's just, like, pushing a... a oh, I'm
0: giving an example. Oh, that's just an example. There, but there's uh, a lot of in and out of the rooms, like with the, the fire. There's a lot of in and out of the rooms. There's a lot of uh, cross-purposes, and it's just... I'm not saying it's I, out, I laugh really out loud funny.
1: It's like zaney so much as I mean, that's just like a I mean there are a lot of characters in the play, which yeah. Uh it is a crowded play. Um and yeah, that is almost uh to me is almost has the opposite effect of like making it feel like uh they're just kinda I guess that just kind of standing still, just kind of um I mean, the whole effect of a play is, is, is the feeling of, like, time passing while time is mm-hmm. at every moment standing still. Um, feels like nothing's happening. Um, yeah. And then, you know, an act goes on and you're, like, a year and a half later or something.
0: Well, another character that to me was funny, and I, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you, um, because I believe what you said, and I would like you to, maybe, maybe, I guess it's a quote from Chekhov where he said this wasn't a comedy yeah. for sure. Okay. Um, but Chebutin? No, yeah, it's not Chebutikin? I mean, the, the... The doctor? I my copy. There's no, like, uh, subtitle
1: here, but, um, oops, it that it's just a drama in four in
0: four acts. Right. Yeah. Well, that could be a trick. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, but the doctor is funny. Do you admit that? Do you think the doctor's funny, or is he just sad and pathetic? Um, is he meant to be literally depressing and kind of losing it?
1: Um,
0: he makes me laugh. Yeah, or he I mean, made he's me laugh. Like
1: murderously incompetent. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess it, I guess it, 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 there is a kind of black comedy to that. Okay. Um, the idea of, like, a 60-year-old incompetent doctor who's killing people.
0: Well, uh, but the um, things he says also are just kind of, um, kind of this, this insensitive, kind of, you know. It's, it's funny. It's funny how insensitive he was. And then, well, I guess that's the best example in the play. But some characters say things that are very...
1: Um, yeah, I guess I guess in total Chekhov's work kind of shows the distinction between like funny things happening and the play being a comedy versus mm-hmm. funny things happening and the play being a comedy. That's what I would put the distinction between, like, this and the seagull or something. Okay, um, where the kind of like moving force of the seagull is kind of a uh, from from act to act and from thing that, that happens to another thing that happens is. A kind of absurdism. Here mm-hmm. the moving force of the play is just like the decay of time or time mm-hmm. being actively lost or something. Um the, you know, incidences that pile up, it's just like having a having a kid and then having another kid, um, not going to Moscow and then yeah. also still later not going to Moscow and Eventually giving up and going some other place, uh, that's this guy and then the guy getting shot. Um, so yeah, that, 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 that to me is kind of the, the distinction is maybe not so much the like individual things that people say or that happen, but just kind of like how the play unfolds. The like logic of the play is the logic of just, uh. Right. Batter, um just kind of decay and
0: uh, well, and but you, um,
1: resignation and...
0: Can I say too? First of all, I really like this play. I think it was my favorite so far. Um, yeah, and I think it's because of the, the the various interplays between all the characters, and there were so many, mm-hmm. and it was um, yeah, it to me like a, I think we read you said we read it in chronological order, right? Um, yeah, this
1: is the. Uh, this is like nineteen hundred, I think. Yeah, that's a what years I saw. Before he died, three or four years before he
0: died. And I just felt like this was a more mature play than the other two. Even though the the seagull was yeah. enjoyable, and I liked Uncle Vanya a lot, but it was more of a culmination of those two, where it's like bringing together the themes from those two plays and making them, uh, yeah. r- writing them in a, a more mature way. Almost is what I felt. And of
1: course, Chekhov thought this was just a banal failure. Um <laughs> which I think often happens when you have like um you know high ambitions for a work yeah uh yeah if it hits seventy percent of what you wanted it to be, it can feel like you know that's a that's a c minus um but it can still be an ac- a, a a accomplishment um i feel that yeah, I feel that even in my own work um well
0: then it i mean
1: some of the things that i
0: you have to You I mean, have most, to be most your depressed own
1: by And most resigned about How bad they are Is the same thing Right
0: You have to be your own You have to be honest with yourself I guess It's hard It's hard for I think Outsiders to see Things What's the word I'm looking for I mean for?
1: yeah It's like we said in, like, in in music They don't know What note you're supposed to be playing or, Yeah We don't know What he Wanted this to be or thought topic could have done
0: Right Right um, exactly what I was trying to say. But, uh, but I, I really liked it. It was, to me, the, the, the combination, almost, of the two previous plays, where it's like, I hate using that word again, placid, where nothing's happening, but a lot is going on at the same time. And then Although the, think, the themes were dealt with. plays length. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that about was... as long as, it's longer. Which was nice. I liked the length, because yeah. the other two were pretty short, and, um.
1: Oh, yeah, I definitely don't didn't mind the length of the slide. It's not right. super long anyway.
0: <clears throat> but, uh, but I yeah... but yeah,
1: how you would stage it nowadays. Um, because on the one hand, like, we have movies that are... All the movies are, like, two and a half hours, but they're two and a half hours of robots CGI punching. So I don't know if people could sit still. Like, when they did make that, uh, when the Curran brother did Macbeth? he cut a lot out of Macbeth, and it's like that's the shortest (laughs) that's one of the shortest shakespeare's
0: yeah it Um, is short
1: like putting it to be two hours and 40 minutes like why not just have a two like all the movies are that long anyways and it's not like that you know doesn't have any action in it there's murders and it starts with a war so uh yeah you would think that maybe you not had to cut so much same with this i don't know um i've never seen or heard tell of a three sisters i've um <laughs> Me i've actually never seen a check uh, performed live but i have been in the same city as a performance of the sequel one
0: <laughs> that was funny um uh, you know, Chekhov, though, in the culture, I would say, is very famous, but I would say unknown yeah. for his work. He's just more unknown to be oh, yeah, for it's being kind of a writer, right. which is kind of weird. Um, what was I going to say? Dang it. Oh.
1: I think a part of it is he's never taught in, like, high school, I feel like. True. You can't really teach him in high school. I mean, the, the you know, weird... <laughs> Excuse plays me. ...would not translate to... 9.13 a.m. third <laughs> period English class um um not that most good literature like we've talked about <laughs> not like most good literature would translate to the harsh glare of the high school the morning for us at life. Um, right uh but yeah I don't think I don't think anyone teaches them in high school and then I mean for like a lot of entryways into, you know, the big writers, it's like, you know, a a novel you can sink your teeth into. Whereas mm-hmm. Chekhov um the Plays are weird and he doesn't have like the novel to go to. You know, right. It's less it's less
0: normal than lead plays. Um
1: his um, short stories are great, but it's like I, where do you start, you know? Um and like uh, yeah, it's just not as much. Each of them is, you know, maybe like 6,000 words or like 20 pages or something. Um, it's not as much of a, you know, undeniable accomplishment as Warren Keith. Mm-hmm. He is a, uh, one of his countrymen who was writing at a similar time. I think Tolstoy's the years, they're like 20 years earlier, but he lived a lot longer. So he uh, outlived Chekhov, if I remember correctly. Um but yeah, I, I, that, that's why I think beyond the fact that Chekhov, and then uh, obviously Chekhov is just difficult. <laughs> um, not difficult to, like, literally finish, you know, um, in the same way that, like, Joyce, you know, chapter three right. of Joyce, of, of Ulysses, Proteus, like, even as a Joyce head, it's like, yeah, I know, that's difficult to read. Um, Finnegan's Wake is, like like, technically, mechanically difficult to read. Chekhov isn't mechanically difficult to read, of course, but I do think that um, yeah just just to get the the to get anything any any kind of it's a difficult pleasure, like we always talk about, like Hale Dean talks about um, it's a difficult pleasure that you have to dig out
0: yeah, and also it's easy to read like much. the fact that it 's easy to read is kind of. Um uh it makes it harder to dig into because it's so you can yeah. read it so fast so i found myself yeah. thinking about that especially with the names being hard to remember
1: like really well written poetry where you kind of just get the, or like really well written like like verse where or like like especially like iambic verse i've had you know i've had this happen where i've i read like you know a stanza of a, of a poem and it's like oh i totally forgot i was reading poetry just, like, going up and down with the meter. Um, I did not get any of the content. Um, So, yeah, I think maybe some of that can happen, which isn't a bad way to read a play, is just, like, kind of getting some kind of sense memory of uh, how each, how the, like, uh, the moments made you feel. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, yeah, it's also uh, better to, er, yeah, then to return and kind of... um, yeah I kind of look at it at it at it more
0: specifically um I think it's interesting yeah. that you yeah, brought you brought up our Better. our generation sitting through one of his plays, especially because they return so many times in this play to the future and I don't think we're as far yeah. in the future as they intend in the play. They talk about three hundred or four hundred years later
1: yeah but we're're we're there yet.
0: almost there <laughs> um and I was going to – that brings up <coughs>
1: – excuse me.
0: One of the reasons I like this play is because it reminded me of the um, um, the director, damn it. Um, uh, I always I, – I, I'm horrible. Anyway, sorry. I can't think of his name right now. I'll think of it in a second. But he talks about fundamental aspects of life so forthrightly and so – it, it it's interwoven in the in the normal conversation. It it's really interesting, how different that is from most. What uh,
1: uh, what movies are you talking about? What director? Um, you don't think the director, but what movies? Am I
0: talking? Uh, what's his name? Damn it! Hold on. <clears throat> it's annoying that I can't remember it because it's so obvious. Ingmar Bergman. That's what I'm trying to think of. Sorry. Oh. Uh well, because Ingmar yeah. Bergman movies, their plays are sorry the the scripts are so. Focused on fundamental themes between people, like they're so mm-hmm. they're so bare naked. You, there's no there's nothing to get through, and like when they talk about the future yeah. and they they, they philosophize, Fair Shannon and those kind, and those other people in the play that just give very um, uh, bald faced points of view about the fundamental meaning of life, mm-hmm. and some of them are in contrast to each other. Of course, it's yeah. it's very. Uh, it's very meaningful to read. I feel like versus trying to figure out what someone's trying to say. You know what I mean. But yeah. it's hard to do that well because it can come yeah. off as it can come off as being, what's the word like like didactic or something. You know,
1: right? Chekhov is, uh, and I think this is part of. I mean, speaking of why people don't latch into him or maybe don't immediate, immediately latch into him is that like Chekhov doesn't feel like he's like you know rooting. Not, not none of these characters are like author standards. Um none of these, you know, philosophical systems are the chekhovian idea. Um yeah, Chekhov's diary would be just like filled with ideas of just like, what if a guy was a hunter who likes to do this instead of, you know, um Narcissistically, just re-, re re-examining his own ideas over and over. Um, yeah, his, his, his diaries are. I, I think the devil check off scholars because of, you know you look for like, hey, I went to the post office and mailed this to my agent, um, but instead it's just you know uh, an old lady walks down the street and drops potatoes. What would happen? <laughs> um, and so, yeah, yeah, his, 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 his plays and stories aren't about like self-justification. And, and, and so, yeah, the, the ideas in the plays are just, here's what a character would say when he was drunk, as opposed to like some Aaron Sorkin script or something, but it's like, here's what I would say to pro-life people. Um, <laughs> something terrible like that. Um, so, yeah, there is, it is kind of just this, like, uh, even characters who have like stark disagreements, it's just kind of like their ideas kind of like bubble out and then just
0: mm-hmm.
1: collide. Like, like they don't really, um, they, yeah, they, they they don't really have some kind of argument that the play re- like rewards one of them for being right or something.
0: Right, that's true. Um,
1: or, or you know, the play individually punishes and having bad ideas. Um, which is what all of our cinema is about nowadays. Mm -hmm. Not even just, you know, the the superhero cinema, but, like, our drama is also about, like, oh, look at this character who has good ideas and how (laughs) everyone is is cool. Right. They have, you know, the right ideas, and everyone needs to have those ideas.
0: Do you think people are less inclined to suffer or to... um not suffer like i'm talking about suffer the i the the conversation that's a fundamental conversation in in yeah. uh in normal life i mean i think it would be difficult to have these conversations about what happiness is the future you know work um death and god and things like that with people today maybe i'm guessing versus then mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's so much less uh it's so e- average, it's so yeah. it's it's so easy to avoid that i guess versus then
1: yeah.
0: <clears throat> And I think, Maybe like you you said that. one time, you know, when we were talking about something, I think Joyce, uh, what you read, the most difficult thing you read is what you're going to be able to read. I mean, and I agree with that. Oh, yeah. It's like what you think about, I mean, yeah, they, what think you discuss. The,
1: the easiest media that you consume becomes the hardest media there you that go. you consume. Um, is how I should have said it. I remember also saying it wrong. In the, well, in the, in the, so, <laughs> I remember going back and being like, I said that the opposite way of what I meant it to be. Um, uh, but what I mean is, the easiest thing that you normally consume becomes the hardest thing that you can consume. So, like, I have friends who have, like, uh, you know, they're medical doctors who spend all of their free time watching action movies. Mm-hmm. Like, Fast and the Furious movies. like Like, the dumbest doritos equivalent of a movie it's like um it'd be like the equivalent of finding out somebody can only eats a taco bell it's like that level of right. inanity and acidity and just like emptiness like there's no calories to it um yeah but yeah they're smart people <laughs> uh they're high iq people who just um yeah uh just, I mean, you're, there's aisle after aisle of Doritos, and you have to work very. I'm gonna pull this metaphor out. <laughs> you have to work very hard to find, you know, the quinoa at the supermarket of uh, uh, American popular culture right now. Um, very difficult. You probably have to go to a specialty store on its own. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, know, I hate yeah, to. I, I,
1: I, 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 I don't think that there, yeah, that there's no, it, 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 I, I, I don't know if I'm going to say there's no demand or you know, people's tastes are shaped by supply, I mean, especially in this case, um, people's tastes are, you know, shaped by what's out there, mm-hmm. um, some amount of it is just like American life just is so hard, <laughs> just sucks a lot to be alive. <laughs> Uh, for a lot of people, that like, why, tr- why go home and like make yourself do something that's not easy? Mm-hmm. Um, not speaking of somebody who has a particularly horrified, but <laughs> I think for a lot of people, it's, you know, they, 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 they just, you know, going home and watching TV isn't about like, oh, let me experience something great, which is going to expand my reality. It's, let, let me reset. And get my energy back so I can work tomorrow, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which is incredibly depressing. Um, because I feel like we spend a couple hours after work getting ready for work tomorrow. Unpaid hours of just preparing to be what a is again.
0: I also imagine the world changes faster now than it did um when people were taught principles or things about what how to live by back then, versus now it feels like every few years uh things morph into something that they weren't before and 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 um that's another part that i think maybe keeps people from engaging in ideas um especially if 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 someone you're talking to isn't an intimate partner or something i mean it's like why even go there yeah. um because there's no i feel
1: like, just, I feel like uh yeah, I feel like you're, you're probably right, that you know, uh, with more people running into each other, these, you know, right. like any kind of uh, thing spreads quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's why, but like, I also just feel like middle class, which is in America, almost everybody, everyone like imagines themselves middle classes. Like, I, I remember a poll that like 85% of Americans think of themselves as middle class. So middle class uh, life is, is is so much of it is about, like, not having public, like, people don't, like, have books that they like in their bookshelves, um, in their, like, living room that people will be in,
0: mm-hmm. they'll
1: have, you know, I guess those are, like, hidden, like, 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 a coffee table book is supposed to be, like, innocuous, like, oh, here are pictures of Seattle or something, um, as opposed to a book that would... <laughs> dark opinions like oh here's uh genealogy of yeah. morals by Nietzsche. that's what i was reading on this couch so that's why it's
0: here yeah um it's acceptance you're talking about social acceptance is so important yeah and not not being shamed for being different or for it's like the uh, being odd or but, something
1: but i think that's true <clears throat> but also as like a, a uh, like the I forget what the, what the term is, but like in, in business, there's like the minimum minimally viable product. Is that something?
0: I've never heard of that where
1: like you'll try to come up with like um, like a specific product, but like have as few like features that like you come up with before you put to market so that like um, it won't like offend people. Um, or it won't like turn so to get like the most number of people to like something without like, like the least amount of like features to it. Mm-hmm. The minimally viable product. Um, yeah, I'm sure I've pushed the business definition of that, but I also feel like, like that just like has kind of like seeped in and. We're like minimally viable people at this point. Where uh, you need a new person, and if you know, you try to be as you know as, as 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 little as possible, so that you're not gonna like step on their toes, or there's not gonna be something that's like, ooh, I hate that show. Actually, I don't need to talk. Or I hate that philosophy or something. I don't need to talk to this person anymore. Um, I feel like that. I feel like that a lot more when I'm. Uh, like people outside of uh, entertainment but even in entertainment there's um, even in like the 10 years that I've been in entertainment it feels like there's a little like um, even in that, that little slope that there's like you know kind of like moving to LA I guess probably helps that but like uh, yeah more people t- it's just like 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 just people kind of presenting less of a person uh, at first And then, you know, where do you go from there? Um, Yeah, presenting less of a person in total. Maybe having less of a person to present. Um, Because, uh, yeah, those things are are related. (laughs) Um, Yeah, (laughs) this is way off topic of uh, actually the content of the play. Um, But maybe not. I don't know.
0: Um, Well... I guess I, i'll at least i 'll quote one time uh, to represent what we 're talking about where vers Ver, Shinnen, Ver Shinnen is um he 's talking about the future and basically Verhinnon mm-hmm. is one of the soldiers and he doesn 't really think life can be happy in their generation, and their goal should be to work for the future um, he says of course we shan't be able to enjoy that future life, but all the same what we 're living for now is to create it we work. And yes, we suffer in order to create it. That's the goal of our life. <laughs> um, yeah. That's what I mean. We're, like it's a weird – it's it's not weird. It's um, it's an off-putting thing to hear as someone, I think, in our culture, to hear someone be that oh, yeah. fundamental about life. It's interesting. And then other people have different points of view and um, express the core of how they are, like how they're existing. Um in very frank ways to the other characters
1: yeah there's, there's an interesting thing i think to Rishina, and i think the concept of time that they talk about in the play is um everyone's talking about like uh you know hundreds of years in the future or like people will always be like this or something like that where like the 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 point of history where they're living in feels like so it's, it, it's an unreal thing that they're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, 300 years in the future, 400 years in the future, as opposed to in, you know, mm-hmm. weeks. I would like to do this, um, or even, um, maybe not, maybe to put too fine of a point on it, maybe even, you know, the sister saying, let's go, to, we have to go to Moscow sometime, you know, um. And so, yeah, the, this kind of idea of the future, as, yeah, and I mean, saying 300 or 400 years kind of like uh, mm-hmm. it balloons it out to, to, to make the point kind of almost a parody. Um, yeah, this kind of future is, that they're talking about is unreal. It's just like, this is not gonna, it just does not exist. It's not like a pressing reality or something, um, which goes with something I think. I think James Wood wrote this about this play, but it was, I think about Chekhov anyways, that, um, I'm going to not remember the quote correctly, but it's something like, uh, wishing, perhaps wishing for life is not that different.
0: Oh, sorry. you. Sorry. You cut out there a minute. Wishing for what now? No.
1: Wishing for a different life. Isn't that different than wishing for no life at all? Um, Hmm. where these these people like their their you know, I his idea of the future is something that, you know i I could I could see I could see like a like a like a fruitful kind of like I have a I have kids and then you know they're grand he's he's not talking in like um in even that kind of concrete language. Um it's like I will be dust. On the footpath of somebody marching off to greatness in 400 years (laughs) Um, and that's such a like loose idea the idea of like us you know building what's gonna happen in 300 years as opposed to like I'm organizing a labor union so that in 50 years there can you know we can have you know a stronger labor movement or something like that Um, I'm trying to think of some version of that that could actually be that I would find kind of like constructive, Um as opposed to, like I said, his loose version that doesn't like...
0: Well, they also...
1: Just a kind of dreaminess. You
0: know, I'm as not... As
1: to uh, uh, yeah. substance.
0: I'm not going to criticize them personally for this, but they each or a lot of them give into things that they can foresee as being sort of traps, like marrying Natasha yeah. or... Here. not going to moscow when um when you're supposed to be on vacation right. you're giving into marrying the baron um right. but
1: that, 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 that I think that, that I think echoes is what i was saying you know wishing for a different life and then in your own life just like um being comfortable with self annihilation or the annihilation of your dreams or your better ideas like uh, uh giving up being Scientist, not even consciously but like um just becoming a town right counselor or whatever um in, a, in an offhanded way um
0: and talking about it before it like, happens you know like i would hate to be i don't know
1: I hate for Act Three to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what he says exactly, but yeah, that's predicted by the character. It's weird. Um, as an example of self annihilation, the the uh, Irina and then Masha. Irina, I'm on. Let's see. I don't wish I could give you a page. See. Yeah,
1: there's no systematic like line or page numbers. Like even a Shakespeare play, if you have you know different copies, you can go to a the same place.
0: Right. Well, I'm in act four, I reckon. And Irina's like, I feel as if I'm moving away from any hope of a genuine, fine life. I'm moving further and further away and sinking into a kind of abyss. And then Masha, a couple uh, paragraphs later, Masha says... How are we going to live through the rest of our lives? What's going to become of us? When you read a novel, everything in it seems so old and obvious, but when you fall in love with yourself, you suddenly discover that you don't really know anything and you've got to make your own decision, um, which is true. And I, yeah. I, re- I recognize both of those uh, emotions and expressions of how life feels. Um, it's funny. It's like I wish, I wish I could give them a bird's eye view of their life and how... Um, privileged they are to be in their situation and what they could do with what they have. Like you, I think that's kind of what you were saying about wishing for a different life. It's like you can wish for a different life, but you really yeah. should figure a out like, what to do with what you have. Life. It's kind of like but wanting a new life. job. It's kind of like wanting a new job and not doing all you can in the one you have.
1: But
0: uh, yeah, yeah, that's. I find that to be the case in, you know, working and, and talking to people about work. It's like, you know, you're really not fulfilling – you're not getting what you could out of what you're doing now. To think, anyway, that's just that's sort or, of a practical if, example. If
1: you but. want a new job, then, you know, there are, like, things.
0: Like a play out. Yeah. Like a
1: substantive – But I, I think for a lot of people, it's not a desire to actually change something or it's not a desire to – it's not wishing for – an it's not actually – it's just the daydream. Mm-hmm. Uh, the daydream is what you want, and that's you know uh, a fantasy that you're just like dipping into to not exist in your own. Life. That was that not two. to be a real part. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're just like dipping into it to dip out of um, existence. And I think a lot of a lot of those delusions for a lot of people are are really important.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's true. Well, that reminds me of a uh, that long paragraph by Andre. Where he talks about why do we get... This is Act 4. I was in Act 3 mm. before. Why do we get lazy, and different useless, unhappy? And then he complains about how boring the town is and how um, yeah. wives deceive their husbands. And the husbands lie to their wives and pretend they don't see anything and don't hear anything. And um, yeah. it's like... Yeah, I think that's important to him. That he is unhappy, that he can go to the card games and escape that, but he does nothing to change it. He doesn't confront his wife when he knows she is uh, lying to him, he, but he knows that she's lying, and he complains that that's how things are. It's like, well, you know, I feel bad for him, but <coughs> but, um, but I agree. It's like having that to use as as an excuse almost. Yeah. Is important to him.
1: Or having Moscow to use as an ideal or having being a scientist to use. Mm-hmm.
0: Another excuse in his... Another thing, another thing that they a lot of characters in these three plays have used as an excuse is their age and how they're yeah. old and I'm going to die soon and I'm not like I used to be. I miss my youth and... Um, yeah.
1: I'm 43, uh, but... Vanya was 48, and it's like my life is over. <laughs> Which, I mean, if you're you know, Russian, that might...
0: Yeah, uh, I mean... Russian
1: I... 1900s, it might not have been that off. But right. So you could feel like Tolstoy lived to be 90. I mean, he was rich, but, you know, it's not exactly the, you know, near uh, 20 AD where living to be 50 would have been an accomplishment.
0: Yeah. People
1: lived longer in Russia, I'm
0: sure. Well, Vershinin was for, is forty three, I think. Or was, at least at one point in the play. Um, yeah. So let's see what else I wrote down here. Oh yeah, I really I wanted to mention that in the opening of my uh act three in my copy, it calls them inmates in the house in the house. Is that what <coughs> excuse me, I have this cough. Is that oh, what yours says?
1: Uh I don't remember that. Because um, that struck me as three
0: the the stage
1: direction. Yeah. So for me, it's just Olga and Arena's room. That's right and left behind screens. Um, you kind of just hear the fire in the door. What does it say? What's the context that it says inmate?
0: It was interesting because I didn't see the fire coming, and I was reading this, uh, you know, explanation. It says that the inmates of the house have not yet been to bed. That's one of the sentences. Huh. Which um Where... struck me as
1: Yeah, that's what... we're kind of talking about these people as being prisoners of time, but that's a little bit uh direct to make it. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't I don't I don't think i and and I'm zooming through
0: all
1: the stage directions I have, yeah, I don't think there's anything just like that, okay, I mean there are houses that are not burned that we hear about, but uh yeah, not nothing in the stage directions like that
0: well interesting i I liked act three a lot it was it was different from the other plays mm-hmm. in that it provided a totally different kind of scenario than just sitting around having lunch or something um yeah that 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 was uh something that gave me a little bit of suspense wondering what would happen about the fire <clears throat> you know i mean right a lot of the scenarios in these plays are more just i know i, I just figure people are going to walk in the room and say but, something
1: yeah but it is kind of continuing a, a Chekhovian thing where there's like this big nature element um we had water, we had trees, was, right. you know, uh, uh, just like the landscape, but kind of specifically trees in the last one. Right. And now this fire that's just, uh, yeah.
0: Well, you know, uh, going back... to
1: natural thing that over, overwhelms humanity.
0: Going back to the most yeah. fundamental things about life, um, a fire, I, we had a fire, I think I might have told you, in Thanksgiving a couple years ago. And I that was such a weird experience because it was like I have never met any of those people that I met that night. That happened like at 2 a.m. or midnight or something. Mm. And it lasted all night. I was with the same people. Um, and I was helping people and sitting with them. And the Red Cross came. And I was talking to people like I knew them my whole life. It was so weird. So fire brought out uh, a, just a total bare bones aspect of life where it's like it doesn't matter that I've never met you we're going to have a conversation it's kind of odd that would never have happened otherwise so that's kind of what it reminds me of
1: that you don't die yeah so let's make sure that doesn't happen
0: um so the fire brings the people to their house for a need and they are there in a really uh off off off-putting way to help them where it's like they're so What's, one of them says, uh, I'm so sick of this, or something. Was it Olga? She's like, I'm so tired of this. <laughs> it
1: sounds like... uh like just yeah, started. Yeah, could be Olga or Natasha.
0: Yeah, I, I, it was really...
1: The tree cutter, Natasha. I would um, say Natasha gets the closest to being a villain in a Chekhov. Interesting. Um, especially knowing how Chekhov feel, felt about trees. The idea of her cutting down a tree is kind of like a personal... A personal thing for him. Yeah. Well I'm cut down all these trees, especially the
0: dead one <clears throat> excuse me. I was surprised how the sisters let her and um Andre come in and take over. It Again, felt it felt like that felt wouldn't inhalation. happen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you know, reading through the play having not read it previously, it right. felt at the beginning that Olga and the sisters a felt
1: more dynamic, right?
0: Yeah, it felt like they were kind of having a renewal or something. It was the anniversary of their father's death and they were very um Yeah. Like the, uh, the, interesting
1: too that like the place starts with them being a year out from their father's death, so they're already like in you know, in some timeline. It's not like here's the start. Hamlet's father's ghost just yeah. started showing up. It's you know, this is like we're starting in the middle of something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it just felt like there was more hope. For, yeah, I perfect. mean, I'm, obviously that was on purpose, uh, like you said, yeah. the self-annihilation. But I did not assume they would just be giving in to such things like borrowing money on the house that they didn't know, Natasha and Audrey, yeah. in order to pay their debts. It's like
1: giving away the bedroom you
0: really shouldn't put up with that. You shouldn't that. put up with the gambling initially. I mean, if he's living off your stuff, it's really not fair that right. he's using. But
1: if you're going to go to Moscow sometime, who cares?
0: Yeah. Yeah. that moscow that was uh their home place where they were born right and do yeah. you do you think um
1: their exiles from...
0: is something does something remind them of it or they just think about it all the time i guess it's kind of like um
1: so they just thought they did kind of think about it all the time it's also true that Chekhov thought about it all the time and then what's his name um, was from
0: there their was from there too he brought in, they were yeah. like, "Oh, you're from Moscow.
1: So what street
0: were you born on?" Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right.
1: Um, yeah, I feel like that uh, is kind of a hard thing to. I mean, there are there is small town America now, but like, the two of us grew up in like suburb towns. You know, uh, it's kind of like hard to imagine the how shut off you would feel. Yeah. I mean, even a small town now is less shut off. You know, they all get televisions. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh, So, yeah, the smallest town in America is more connected to the rest of the world than, you know, some military outposts in Russia in 1900.
0: I I also thought sort of a um, contrast to the the way they ended up was the way they were raised, which was very disciplined. They all know three languages Mm. at least. And so stuff like right. that, the hints about that, about how they were raised, I kept wondering whether they were wealthy and, and it's whether... It's
1: like a balloon <clears throat> that slowly gets let the air out of...
0: And they kept talking about how they enough. didn't have to work. You know, they were, at least, if, I don't know, I couldn't tell if it was the sisters, although they did discuss it. They did say that they were raised not to have to work um, once or twice. Yeah. And the other characters... Well,
1: the implication there would be, like, that they are getting married. They're raised to get married off.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, the men talk about it too, the soldiers. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was a theme that kept coming up, where it's like, I, I'm gonna learn to work. I'm gonna work, and I promise, I'm gonna work. If you don't, learn if I don't work, anything. you don't have to talk to me anymore. Um, and so, I, you know, I, I, when you start the play, you kind of think, wow, they're going to... I mean, literally, Olga says that too. What's his name? To the Cherubutin, the doctor. I mean, it
1: kind of feels like people who talk about how much they're going to work out. Right. It almost gives them up for them <coughs> they can't, talking about it. You can't get really an eight-pack not
0: like, doing yoga. <laughs> uh, it's
1: like when Louis talked about how he... One time he was Louis. on a plane and there was a guy... Uh, I know, just to bring up uh, Louis C.K., okay, go ahead there was, a, there was an army guy who was like, walking back to the back and he's like helping people put their bags up and he's like, that army man, and he's like, I should give him my seat, and Louis said <laughs> he, I did it, I'm in first class, I did it, but just the thought of doing it made me feel so good about myself, because <laughs> I had that instinct, that I had that idea yeah um, so I feel like that's, that's kind of uh, <laughs> in a very different context um yeah, just like the idea of work or the idea of hyperactivity uh hyper um the be the enough soldiers are they about it can be for people
0: in the end, the soldiers are are sent away to Poland, I think, but are they otherwise yeah, are they sort of unengaged of it felt like they didn't have anything to do i mean yeah. I mean, I guess um there wasn't a war um it's
1: a pretty Sclerotic empire at this point, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good, a, a good symbol of, True. Know, perhaps more so for a Russian person at the time, but yeah, a good symbol of a, you know, kind of hollowed out empire. Oh. This military person that, you know, a hundred years ago they were conquering people and now they're just waiting to go to Poland.
0: By the way, another. Hanging out. Another another um, piece of evidence that we, you could stage this as a comedy, perhaps, is Soliani. He was very bizarre in a lot of mm-hmm. the things he said. But anyway. He
1: ends up killing a guy, you know? Uh, so, yeah, this is a... Uh, yeah, I know... Uncle Vanya is a comedy filled with tragic characters. This is a, a tragedy filled with comedy... Um, yeah, there you go. Comic characters and comic things.
0: Some people might have a hard time um, distinguishing <laughs> between the two. Yeah.
1: I can understand. Yeah.
0: Because uh, even the duel was funny. It, I'm I'm sorry to say yeah. that if you disagree, no, but it was, it was so starkly ridiculous that there was a you know a death match going on behind the garden. Right. And they were just chilling, and, and that
1: they're like playing it off. Yeah.
0: And yeah, right. people knew about yeah, it. Even
1: playing it off. To, uh, right. the Baron is playing it off as like oh I have to go I'll be back in like five minutes
0: yeah and he gives a speech yeah. about he's not afraid of anything and oh yeah. my newspapers something about the newspapers I don't even know um,
1: yeah I gotta go return videotapes but know <laughs> that I am I go on this trip to videotape returning
0: and he asked for for a, for a coffee <laughs> he said alive. I didn't get any coffee this morning can you please ask the servant to make one anyway Right. um yeah, that's. That, I guess it's, it's a good time to bring up the ending. Where I like the variety of this play a lot, um, even though it was in the same setting, the fire and the um, the, com- the 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 expectation even of the circus people coming. I don't know if you remember that part mm-hmm. in the fourth act, and then yeah. the and then the um, <laughs> and then the duel. There's a lot of variety and a lot of stuff going on. A lot more, um, even even though it was in the background, kind of like we talked about with. Um, the seagull where I can't remember the name of the character, what the, the sweet little lady that became a whore or whatever, <laughs> who went to become a, an actress and came back. Um, that oh, was, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was off stage. The action that was off stage. It's right. It's the same way in this play, but it's more, uh, it's, I don't know. It feels more like more action. Like it's more immediate. It's even, it's off stage, but it kind of engages your mind and you wonder what's going to happen next.
1: Yeah, there was real tension uh, knowing that there's, you know, a duel about to happen. it's like, who's going to, I mean, I guess you kind of, kind of sort of guess who was going to survive and who was going to, who was going to
0: happen to whom. Did they call, Um, did your copy call him a Baron? Yeah. Tuzenbach. Okay. I couldn't figure out who the hell the Baron was for a little bit. I I was, I was lost a little bit on who the Baron was. It was Tuzenbach, one of the soldiers. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I like his oh, name a lot. Bach. Yeah. Yeah. Bach. Um My nephew likes the name Bach a lot. Cause oh, I good. Say like Bach.
1: Bach, uh, and he has a little book of Bach, and sometimes
0: he'll ask, "Is like <laughs> ask for Bach." Is it a biography, like a children's book?
1: I mean, yeah, it's like you know five
0: cool. pages.
1: When he was young, Bach knew how to play music. <laughs> his family would listen to music, anyway. <laughs> So um, yeah, yeah. What do you want to say about the end? Uh, I have a line just... that I think is, is the end of my discussion, but yeah, I can save that until until we're until okay. we're ready. Well, just to put a put a pin in and make a add some tension for the last couple minutes.
0: Good. We have t- we have ten minutes if we want to take it. Um, yeah, I could read some things I underline. I would say I underline more than normal in this play versus the other two. Mm. I found it a lot more I imagined it was a lot more quotable uh in 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 general <coughs> in terms of um
1: Am being I known for it. be like getting getting used to
0: Chekhov. Mm-hmm. I, I find Andre's indifference and I, I find his fate interesting.
1: Waywardness. Uh,
0: it's like it's it's it, there is no effort at all. I I don't know, something about it's interesting yeah. to me. The, the the guy's coming after him, the um the old sort of servant guy, Farapont Pont, in my copy, mm-hmm. and bothering him about signing papers. And he doesn't even want to sign the papers. It's just such an inconvenience, and he's so arrogant. It's like he's grown... You write your
1: name on paper. Didn't
0: you say this before? Scalortic? Is that, is that, am I saying that word right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was
1: about uh, Russia in general, but yeah. Metaphysically...
0: Yeah, it's sad to see that in people. And I do see it in people that I know who are a little bit older and they're not old yet, but it's like it doesn't have to be that way. You can you can be self-critical. You can you can wake up earlier and and you can read and you can uh consider other people's points of view and you can have a discussion with your wife about how your marriage is going. You know, it's like it's just kind of it's sad to see him There's just worst,
1: worst
0: Yeah. I don't know something about him and Natasha I guess it's because they were kind of the, the the the, they were in charge and at the same time, um, tragic characters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like Natasha is, I I liked her because she had a personality. I liked reading her because she had a very strong personality. Unlikable, I guess, yeah, in real yeah. life, but
1: much more dynamic than other
0: people it's interesting in my life even i'll I'll criticize myself the energy you put into something totally insignificant (laughs) if you applied it to something significant or or good or better you know it would be you would be so much better off um i see that in natasha you know she's very committed to very small superficial things um that she doesn't apply that energy to other aspects of her life
1: I think I read uh, on. It's like a real. Sorry, sorry, go
0: ahead. No, you can you can comment on that. No, go ahead. I read on Wikipedia, which interested me, and this will be my last comment. the uh, The depression of Irina seems to have, and... at least according to Wikipedia, <laughs> their source, um, seems to have overwhelmed the audience. Or I shouldn't say overwhelmed. What's the, what's the, what am I trying to say? It came off very strong in the in the presentation of the play. And I can see that. I can see that if the if especially the actress was really good or something or striking.
1: Yeah. She I mean she does seem to like uh, Yeah, yeah. Her story she is He has a good part. In the, yeah. The mediest of the of the sisters I think.
0: is she the one or you have like, underlined? What? Is she who you have underlined near the end?
1: No, uh, the last thing that I wanted to end on was an Olga quote from the very end.
0: Okay, I want to read Irina, then I'll give you Olga. This is uh, when Irina's future husband has been killed.
1: Evaporated, yeah.
0: Excuse me. Who she did not love, uh, but he loved her. Openly. Yeah, openly. To, yeah, they were very honest with each other. She had compromised to marry him for some reason. Um, anyway, she puts her head on Olga's breast, and then this is what she says. "Some day people will know why such things happen and what the purpose of all this suffering is. Then there won't be any more riddles. Meanwhile, we must go on living and working. Yes, we must go on working. <laughs> so, I wanted to end on that. I like that. Uh... If only we knew." <laughs> That's a good okay, summary of fail. what we've been discussing.
1: You know, it's dude. only Renew.
0: I love how she says that in the future there's not going to be any more riddles. It's like, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Good luck with that.
1: Again, that, that, that non-existent
0: place. It's, that that reminds um, me of, of, just real quick, I hate when people say things that are so easy to say just because they sound good. You know, that's what it is. It's like, that's so easy yeah. to say. Easy come Anyway.
1: Speaking of easy comfort, <laughs> Olga's it, uh, it lasts a little bit from Olga, but I wanted to quote, I think it ties up a lot of the, the themes of time and like we were saying, like self-annihilation Or however we wanted to put that. Today will come when we'll go away forever, too. People will forget all about us. They'll forget what we look like and what our voices sounded like and how many of us there were. That was it. I mean, she goes on to say like, but they'll remember, but our joy, our sorrow will turn to joy. And it was like, uh, I think the first part of that sentence is a lot more, I'll I'll read the best part. Um, but our suffering will turn to joy for the people who live after us. Their lives will be happy and peaceful and they'll remember us kindly and bless us. I mean, literally just said, they'll forget us. I, I love the turn of that. The (laughs) <laughs> um, people will forget all about us, and they'll remember us kindly and bless us, you know? Um, that kind of stark truth that kind of bends backwards. Today will come and we'll go away forever. Um,
0: someone just died, died by the living. way. Someone just yes. died. Does, yeah, he, does arth- he, he remember you?
1: but they've already forgotten.
0: It's so <laughs> rude. All
1: Olga's not thinking about, um... The day will come and we'll go away forever. Dot dot dot. We'll go on living. Life isn't over yet. Um, yeah. Eventually, someday we'll know why we live, why we suffer. If only we knew. If only we knew. Gonna um, you know, hazard to say that uh, it's gonna continue being a question. Um but yeah, that's that's. What, I I love that last paragraph. Um how that turns around and how quickly we see the um yeah, the, the, the blanket that the mind places over itself as as it tries to go to sleep. Uh our suffering will turn to joy for the people who live after us. Their lives will be happy and peaceful.
0: And you know what's more desolating is the fact that the soldiers are gone and then I mm-hmm. think it's just empty. Who isn't Natasha and Anton aren't they leaving anyway um I don't remember, but more than one more than one person has left. the doctor's leaving forever I, I'm pretty sure um, and yeah, it's gonna be and then Tuzenbach I presume is arrested i don't I don't know the legality of that uh, but uh and, and then one person's yeah. dead but anyway, yeah, the fact that everybody was kind of dispersing it made it feel like a real goodbye almost. So it's an interesting end. I like I like the play a lot. Um did yeah. you did you wanna read another one or did you wanna move in a different direction and read something else or
1: Well, we gotta read The Cherry Orchard. Okay. The last one.
0: Good. A comedy in four acts, yeah. I'm excited. Watch me not think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: gonna be the only one you think it's funny as uh, the drama. Cool. Okay. Uh we yeah, got for next. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday.
0: I guess you do um, yeah we can try for it um for sure yeah not, i presume it's, it's not long okay very good yeah. i like the title cool. yeah that's a start all right dude i'll talk to you okay. tuesday hopefully okay okay, okay bye